0: Welcome everybody! This would be the Jeff Cameron Show, right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Jan TV. Good to be with you on a Balls Big Wednesday. Everybody situated, everybody alright, everybody feeling good. Some of you are tired. Some of you are probably exhausted as I wrestle with my mic. As you stand up late celebrating... For a lot of you, probably a childhood dream come true as the Braves are your World Series champion. Before we get started into all of that, make sure you like and subscribe to Warchant TV. Thanks for doing that. Let your, uh, your friends know the deal. Let everybody know what's going on. Also, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Show. We got stuff just knocked out over here. It's a crazy time. All right. Congrats, Braves fans. Uh, I'll get to you in a moment. That was as, you know, that's uh, what we call in the uh, gambling world a rocking chair game, and there's nothing better when something serious is on the line than to have a rocking chair moment because most of the time, as you guys well know as sports fans, doesn't play out that way, does it? Instead, your your last nerve is frayed. You're uh, You're on edge the whole time. This one... I, I want to say, after the Soler home run was over, oddly enough, um, uh, you know, you got a guy dealing, and you that home run, Tom, whoo, that is bat oh, speed yeah. for days. It's so fun to watch a guy swing a bat that fast.
1: I feel like that was a tribute to Albert Pujols against Brad Lidge. Yeah, the oh my god, 2005 NLCS, I believe that was one of the
0: one of the great uh, moments. uh, As the camera pans over and you realize uh, in super slow motion, the oh my god, (laughs) that was what's his face, the cheater.
1: Yeah, I think that was the NLCS. Man, the Houston Astros in the uh, in the National League, heady times.
0: Um, Okay, so we begin with that i I here's the deal I, I you know listen, Tom and I neither one of us Braves fans, I was pulling for the Braves to win this uh series, certainly uh I was pulling for them to win the series against the Dodgers as well. Can't deal with the Dodgers, so this worked out well uh and and I am happy for an awful lot of people today you know i was I was telling my brother who lives up in New Hampshire, if you're of a certain age certainly you you grew up and if you didn't have a team. If you didn't, have, yeah, that's correct, Noel dad. That solar, solar home run landed in Sheboygan. I always like to use Sheboygan as he knows. But I, the when you grow up in a city that doesn't have a team, and we both grew up in a city that didn't have a team. Although you're born in New York and you're you know you know Queens kid, right? So or Brooklyn kid. Yeah. So but so so obviously the Mets. It, it stands to reason with your family. Um, For me, you know, I I became a Pirates fan because as an eight-year-old kid, you know, they win the World Series and I was a Willie Stargell nut and then they train in Bradenton and I got a chance to see him. Had we grown up at a time where the the Rays existed, we probably would be Rays fans as we are with the other teams in the city. 100%. Yeah. So by not having a, a reason to root for a certain team because we didn't have one, you had to latch on to either family ties, perhaps where you were born, whatever it might be. But everybody else I know either became a Braves fan, a Mets fan, or a Cubs fan. Of course, that's WGN, WOR, and... TBS, and so that's just why that was, and you meet countless number of people. In my lifetime as a sports fan, how many times have you been sitting at a, in a strange city at a bar, either for a flight or you just got done going to a game in a place on the road, and you strike up a conversation, and invariably it's that somebody is a fan of one of those three teams, and you know instantly it's because they grew up at a time where maybe they didn't have a team, but they could see those teams every night of the week. And that's the way it is for me with Braves fans. I've got so many friends that are just die hard because that's what they grew up watching. And for them, the ones that have been loyal, the ones that have watched that team forever and cared about that team even when they weren't good, I'm happy for them. I just as I am with any true fan of any team that has success. If you're a true fan and you're not a bandwagoner, Good on you, good for you, and we know a lot of guys that really love the Braves.
1: Oh, we do. We know a lot of guys and gals in this town that, you know, shoot, even people I grew up with, the Braves were big in Tampa for me growing up because of TBS. The Superstation didn't go away until, I don't know, it was late in high school. But uh, we also have, unfortunately, some breaking news
0: here. Yeah, Trevor Purdy is off to the transfer portal. Uh, You know, that's, I guess, not altogether surprising, Tom. I, uh, listen you know I, I wish him well hopefully it works out for him um it's not good news for florida state it's also not necessarily devastating news uh for florida state
1: um
0: yeah he's off to the portal um you basically recruited over him with aj duffy and 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 i think that you are probably also i don't know this for sure going to be looking for another quarterback perhaps in the in the transfer portal, Tom, ironically. yeah, uh, This offseason. I, I think you want to create as much competition at that position as possible. It's not to say that Jordan Travis can't win out in those situations. I would create as much competition as possible. I've been saying this all along. They're not good at the position. It's the most important position on the field, and they don't have a reliable answer with versatility at the position. So, I would do whatever I could to increase competition there. By the way, that's not the only place, of course, we know. Uh, they're going to have to do, create that competition at a lot of places uh, on this football team. And when you're in a season like we're in right now where it is a rebuild and you're looking for the bright spots and those that are going to be part of future success, you really owe it to yourself to be uh, as best you can as objective as and assess these position groups um, as honestly as possible, and they, th- that includes making hard decisions. That includes, um, you know, confronting kind of a stark reality in some cases, and saying, "Look, we got to get to, you know, we got to get to a place where our floor is raised considerably." And does Chubba Purdy, do you think long term from what we've seen in his time here, look like the answer at quarterback to you? Because the answer for me is no. Now I wish him well. I have nothing against him. I just don't think he's. uh, I don't think he's the answer for Florida State long term. Hopefully AJ Duffy is. Hopefully he immediately becomes uh, the heir apparent, and maybe only he has to sit. Maybe maybe he doesn't sit at all, but maybe he sits a year, and then he's the guy. I'm fine with that. But I'm I'm bringing in guys and letting them go to war, and 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 so you know if you're if you're on the depth chart here, if you're one of those guys that's not getting a lot of time, uh. You know, and you start to see the writing on the wall that they're bringing in guys that they're recruiting over you, you could see why he would say, all right, and then really, in all honesty, let's admit it, the way things have gone for him here has just been sort of a convoluted mess. It's not Florida State's fault per se, but you know, when you have an injury like he had and then it's fits and stops and starts and all of that like he had because there's a setback. Uh, And then he spends time away from the team. Frankly, it was stunning that he came back with as good an attitude as he did. I give him credit for that. I was shocked that he came back, to be honest with you. Once you go home and you leave the program um, because you have to get, quote-unquote, mentally redirected and right. I don't know, man. The writing's kind of on the wall there. So I was stunned when he came back and we talked to him as camp started, and he was in a good place mentally, and he did seem to be happy to be here. He was a good soldier about it. Yeah,
1: he was willing to discuss it. Yeah. He was willing to openly discuss the dark places that his mind went as he was rehabbing, figuring out whether or not this is going to be something he wants to do continuing forward. And I think he was talking about football in general. I don't even know if it was playing quarterback at Florida State University. It just it seemed like that rehab really hit him in a dark place. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's that he asked and maybe he got an answer he didn't want to hear about where is Jordan Travis place on the heels of the Clemson game? Was that the final straw? But... As our Warchant Live um, viewers can see, but for our radio listeners who cannot, uh, Irish Raffel posted on the Warchant.com Tribal Council that it appears he's in the portal. Chuba has not been at practice this week. So you have um, evidence that supported that theory. I guess uh, the antennas were up amongst the beat, given that Chubba was not at practice. That seemed out of place. And so, therefore, everybody is running it down specifically. And all, And I'm sure we'll get a statement at some point. That's how these things work. If it's not on Twitter already with a... Please respect my decision. Note that <laughs> screenshot from your iPhone. I, I don't yeah. know. Then I don't know what, what uh, the social media generation is, so I would expect that any moment now if it hasn't happened.
0: Yeah, we live in a different world where uh, transfer portal issues are a thing for every team. <laughs> it's, <laughs> always <laughs> we'll somewhat, <laughs> it's always somewhat surprising. In some, Well, I shouldn't say it's always. Sometimes it's very obvious it's going to happen. Other times it's like, whoa, wow, I didn't see that coming. And it could be for myriad reasons we don't know. Uh who knows what he was told you brought up the idea that somebody might have given an answer he didn't want to hear well look man i sure hope that answer is that somebody of uh real talent and experience has let it be known that they would like to head to tallahassee as perhaps i've been suggesting for some time
1: <laughs> listen i was openly speculating on what could have been the the final straw now if you want to take that as fuel in order to uh mm. you know get your car from six miles a gallon to 37 miles a gallon on the Max Johnson train, then so be it.
0: I I, Listen, (laughs) this has been a tongue-in-cheek sort of deal, and I've started this. You're uh, trying to
1: speak it into being.
0: Oh, I am, yes. Max Johnson would be ideal. Yes, I'd like to see him in Tallahassee for all the right reasons. Uh, It's
1: tongue-in-cheek viewers, literalists out there. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'd love to see it. Just know. There is no buzz whatsoever suggesting that Max Johnson wants to leave LSU And come to Florida State. None. I want to make that abundantly clear. There is none.
1: Well, literalists still won't understand that, but yeah,
0: that's fine. We're having fun with it. But come on, Max! Let's go, baby! The time is right! Leave that sinking ship! Find yourself a program on the climb where you can become a hero and an instant starter in mind.
1: Where is uh, Kenny Bamboo Dillingham? You know, (laughs) hashtag Max to Tally.
0: Uh, I would love it. I would love it. Who knows? Listen, it's not – I'm going to tell you about a conversation I had with somebody in the know who's got connections in the coaching world, Tom. And I had this conversation weeks ago, and we were sitting there over a cold, frosty beverage. And I said to him, you know, the quarterback room is not where I'd like it to be. Uh, I really hope in time that we're able to create the level of competition necessary to elevate the floor to a place where your options uh, are, are better than what we have. And, you know, it was it was just sort of a pipe dream, sort of just throw it out there. And he said, you know, well, it's a crazy time and coaches have to understand this and, and do understand that we live in a world where opportunity presents itself around every turn the second a program is not having the kind of season they were hoping to have. You know, the second Florida flies off the rails, the second LSU flies off the rails, the second Miami is in a disappointing campaign, although that's turning around for them right now. Any program in the country that did not meet expectations or whose players feel frustrated by the lack of success, coaches, their antennas are up, they know they can lose people. Kids throw their name in the portal with the quickness and with ease these days. So if you find yourself in an untenable position or a frustrating place uh, at any segment group, for that matter, we happen to be talking about quarterback, man, your solution may be right around the corner. It could be a loss this Saturday by so-and-so. And And people mining behind the scenes, you've got to have people doing whatever they can to find out who might be disgruntled, who might be interested in opportunities elsewhere
1: in this era of yeah. free one free transfer right without uh, eligibility concerns and, and having to sit out a season now that you get one free pass you thought it ended on junior days when kids come to campuses right, right. or on official visits yeah. when a kid shows up late november early december before the early signing period you thought it was over then yeah, for the no, handlers yeah oh no their shelf life just got a lot longer
0: Yeah, it's incredibly frustrating on one side of the aisle. On the other side, it's incredibly encouraging because you don't have to be stuck for too long. Right. You you, you could say, well, you know, this isn't working out as we had hoped. And the next thing you know, hey, I heard so-and-so from Texas. I heard so-and-so from Michigan State. I heard so-and-so. I mean, look, for that matter... Uh, you look around at some of the teams that have had success doing exactly that. At other positions, you're seeing it all over the country, where guys stepped in and, and became, uh, you know, bona fide superstars. Uh, what's his name? Walker the Third, the stud running back at Michigan State, is a transfer from Wake Forest. Yeah,
1: I, I just find this really interesting because I mean, if you're going to do all the work to come back, and then you do get some run in the UMass game a couple of weeks ago, I guess whatever has happened since he got a few, uh, you know those drives and the two touchdown passes against UMass. And thank you to Chuba Purdy for throwing a touchdown to Jordan Young. I'll always appreciate you for helping out my guy, Jordan Young, who dismissed his defender throwing him to the end zone. Yeah. But good job out of you. You come back, you do all that work. I don't know. is Jordan He's putting just, it on tape for somebody else, baby. I guess, but what, is he thinking that Jordan is going to be the incumbent? Yeah, well, I don't know. And, and then okay. it's Duffy behind him? Like, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be my guess. Well, right? but I mean, that is... Have some faith in yourself, right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, you look looking sure, in the
1: mirror, sure. you're like, I'm not
0: good enough. Do, do any, I hate to be the old man, get off my lawn. Does any kid today have the kind of stick-to-itiveness that it takes to, to sit on the bench for a couple years? On the one hand, I do not begrudge a kid for wanting to leave. Coaches have been doing it for years, so I'm not going to be a hypocrite. If a coach just decides he wants another job, he takes it and leaves, and leaves everybody in the lurch. I get it. But on the other hand, man, you see kids all the time. Things don't go their way. Screw it, I'm in the portal. And... You know, look. I mean, what's interesting to me, you though, know my opinion of that. But hey,
1: is if Jordan came up lame on a you know a tackle this weekend,
0: I'd rather have Chuba in there. Of course, you would. That's the so only. So you're one you play wanted, away. Stick it out for another month. You're one play away from a guy who gets hurt on the regular. Right. I agree. You're you one month away. You and I agree. But kids don't see it that way. And look, he may be looking at it. Who knows? We're, we're speculating, obviously. But say my man realizes, I'm not beating Jordan Travis out. Jordan is, is going, so long as he's healthy, I'm not beating him out. And they just brought in A.J. Duffy, and then maybe he asks some questions. I don't know this, but so, so say he starts to ask questions about Florida State's intention or whether or not they would be interested in bringing anybody else in to compete for the job, and he finds out that they're maybe interested in that. Well, at that point, he's probably like, look, man, I'm never going to play here. Right or wrong, that's his mindset. Plus, he's been frustrated, right? right? So then all of a sudden he says, screw it. Also, who knows, through various means, who's reached out to him about potentially having an opportunity to play somewhere else?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, too, is I could see where the early signing period muddies how you would make this decision. Like, If I'm going to argue on behalf of Chubba's best interests here and and try to play defense attorney, what I'd say is, yeah, you have another month of opportunities, but you've got another school that's calling on you, perhaps— through back channels, Perhaps. and saying, look, are we taking an extra quarterback in the signing class or not? Because we've got a spot for you. Are we going to take one? Now, in, in the, the odd thing this year is a transfer wouldn't count against your 25. That We know that rule is in place, but you, you have to enter your name in the transfer portal in December. So there's just all kinds of stuff here where I'm going cross-eyed on the math of making this decision. Correct. In the end, I think, God, man, even if you know in your heart that you're going to transfer in a month, Give yourself the opportunity that maybe you get an opportunity against Miami a week from now. Jordan Travis is hurt. What happens? Let's say you go 6 of 8 for 87 yards and a touchdown. Well, you just really impress the coaches
0: and the fan base. Tallahassee might yet be your home. Is His brother Brock Purdy is a senior at Iowa State. Do you think that folks at Iowa State are like, hey, let's get his brother?
1: I don't know that they'd be racing you know, to go get the brother of Purdy, it's not like it's been a windfall for them. There's been a lot of promise at that university, but you know, Brock no, didn't I, take them.
0: I'm just saying, you know, who knows? Maybe they're like, oh, we really like Brock. Let's get Chuba. Family connections, who knows?
1: It's kind of like kickers.
0: <laughs> if you want to whistle or talk hockey, here's your chance. I got to cough.
1: All right, well, the good news is the Tampa Bay lighting have really bounced back, buddy. I don't know if you noticed this, but they beat the Capitals the other night 3-2. to two. I yeah. did notice First that. regulation loss for the
0: Capitals this season. Yeah, I did notice that. There you go. You well, I was ready. Yeah. I was ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm turning red. I'm, I was trying to fight back that cough for a good 10 minutes, and then finally it was like, I will not be suppressed any <laughs> yeah. longer.
1: You're like, okay, so of course there's breaking news when I need the cough. That's wonderful. <laughs> we couldn't just have a nice open about the NC State game. We had to have breaking news.
0: Well, the breaking news is, for those just joining us, that Brock Purdy is uh, apparently, Chubba. or I said Ch- Brock, yes, his brother is Brock. Chubba Purdy is apparently taking it on down the road. He appears to be in the portal. He's not been a practice this week. Uh, we can definitely confirm that. And so uh, that's that. Uh, you know, we hardly knew you. Nothing, I'm not being, you know, dismissive, but I'm also not worried about it. I don't feel like that guy was the future that you just lost. So move on. Maybe uh, free things up. Maybe if you weren't thinking about bringing somebody in now, you can. Besides AJ Duffy, yeah, I maybe mean, now you can. What it does is it hurts
1: us for the twenty-five plus seven. I, I think the way the rule kicks in is if he had waited till December, then we would get an extra spot next year. Mm-hmm. So thanks for nothing, pal.
0: Um, I I really hope, obviously, that nothing happens to Jordan Travis. Uh, and I would have helped hope that anyhow. But if it does, you're not winning another game. Uh. McKenzie can't play, and we know what Tate is.
1: Oh, he's about to have the Joe Flacco postseason run of the
0: ages. <laughs> you wait. You wait and see. Oh, buddy, wouldn't that be something? It's the Jeff Gabriel Show, 93 3, Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Jeff Cameron Show 93 3, Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. On a day in which you have a fan base that is elated on the one hand, largely elated on the one hand, as the Braves win the World Series, and then kind of caught off guard by the news right as we came on the air that Chuba Purdy's name is in the portal. It's interesting to see the reactions because you'd have thought this guy started a bunch of games and amassed numbers and garnered wins to hear the ringing of the hands or to see the ringing of the hands uh, like we have online. Uh it, That's why I was going to say, is it?
1: is it really interesting to see the reaction?
0: Well, um, I laugh at it. I laugh at it. I mean, it's everything's an overreaction in the world of uh, the interwebs. But I, I, I'm not trying to be condescending either. I mean, it is news. It is newsworthy. So everybody can certainly have an opinion about that. Um I, I don't really. I don't know that it's it's hugely notable, other than to say that Florida State is basically down to three scholarship quarterbacks, uh, one of whom uh, has obviously taken the taken the bulk of the snaps, and it gives you the best chance to win. Uh, another who, uh, ooh, it's been a tough, rocky road since his arrival, and I, I just you. You're you're in the midst of a stretch of games that are, uh, I think, important for the psyche of of some of the kids on this team, the fan base, and perhaps those recruits. Most importantly, those recruits. Um, So how you play in those games. Notice I said how you play in those games. Did not say whether you win or lose. Just how you play in those games—it's going to be vitally important. I would think,
1: you know, just for immediate impact analysis, this would fortify AJ Duffy's commitment to Florida State. He's like, oh, well, the path just got clear now. If you are a person who believes in yourself, you're going to say it doesn't matter who's on the two deep. I'm mm-hmm. going to beat them out mm-hmm. because I'm the best prospect. But it—I'm sure it would enter your mind that all right, well, this guy who has all that eligibility, just one more year than, or uh, one fewer year than I do, he's out of the way. But I think the second part, the impact would be now. This really does open the door for Florida State to bring in a second quarterback this class as a need, and or and or a transfer at the position again. Somebody well, to that's hold the, it down. That's lock the first down.
0: thing I brought up was okay, you're bringing in AJ Duffy, and now do you have somebody that you'd like to bring in to compete? Um, and 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 typically, a person that has some starting experience certainly uh, is not coming in to compete. You know, they're coming in to, to play football. They're coming in to play right now. Um, McKenzie Milton, had he been able to get his body to, to operate something close to the, what it was doing prior to his injury, would have started for Florida State this year. That was their intent. Uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, you don't bring him in otherwise. No. So, you know, they did that. They felt a the need to do that. Unfo- and it's it was a smart, calculated risk to do that because if he was close to what he was at UCF, you would have yourself a quarterback that is in every way better than Jordan Travis, but he couldn't. And uh, at that point, you know, he was damaged goods. It's unfortunate. And uh, I I commend him for his efforts. And apparently what he's done in that quarterback room is uh, worthy of our uh, appreciation as well, but didn't work out. Jordan gives you the best chance to win. You got to keep playing him for all of his faults that it's, he does give you the best chance, uh, but my overriding point has been that room has got to be so much better just the room it it's just not a it's not a good room uh and unfortunately when you're in the midst of a major rebuild uh you can say that about a lot of rooms the linebacking core is ass I mean it's just terrible terrible
1: just a couple of cheeks
0: it's just, <laughs> it's just. Hard to watch, man. So you can say it about that group. You can talk about the lack of depth on the offensive line. You can talk about the. You you can talk about a lot of things. The receivers have been really poor. Not real good. Not an elite level group over there at wide receiver. Yeah. So it's Jerry
1: Seinfeld and the nudist on the subway. You know, we got to be able to hit, hit. We don't play any defense. Well, we don't play defense. We don't pitch. Oh well, I guess we got to get better at everything. Yeah, that's that's where we are right now. But. We're improved as a program. We feel like we've hit the bottom, and we're starting on the way back up. Looks like there's some buy-in. Mm-hmm. If you don't buy in and get the hell out of here, that's what this message is. I just wonder, and typically these things leak out weeks and months later, what was the story here? Was it that the coaches approached him and said, hey, man, here's the deal. You can do it. You could climb this step chart, but it's going to take a lot of work, and there might be another person that's coming into these hallways that is going to be in your way. Or is it I think that he, he probably, approached the coaches yeah. and said, Jordan didn't look great this weekend. Can I have a crack at it?
0: No. Okay. Goodbye. Well, maybe. I mean, you don't know what kids and the whims, the kids, you know, who knows what set him off. And set him off is it's a volatile type of way of describing it. And who knows? He may have very calmly said, uh, I don't think it's going to work out for me. So I, I put this up here because Richie posts that he thinks, um, and I'm going to read this and respond to it because it's worth vetting. I don't think we really understand how big of a deal this is. In my opinion, as long as Jordan Travis is the quarterback, we will not win more than eight games unless he has some Lamar Jackson hidden in him somewhere. In my opinion, Chubba beating out Jordan Travis was our best shot to be in a nine plus win team next year. Okay, so I'm going to start, I'm going to go backwards. They don't have it, it is highly unlikely, barring massive hits, uh, plural, in the transfer portal, that this team was going to come anywhere near winning nine plus games next year. Very unlikely. Uh, because of what you're losing on that defensive line, in all likelihood, and how far away you are at a lot of positions. So, no, I don't think they're going to do that anyhow. I agree with the initial statement here, Richie, that the ceiling is limited with uh, with Jordan at quarterback because of his uh, one-dimensional play. Uh, I think that is an accurate assessment. I don't think Chubba Purdy was going to be the answer to our problems at the position. I think you're talking about probably A.J. Duffy and or a transfer, and Florida State's 9-plus win season that you're desperately searching for does not have a chance to happen next year. Wouldn't have anyhow. It was more likely the year after if things were right and you built quality depth and you, and you brought in some guys um, that could come in and play for you. In the transfer portal, like they did with Jermaine Johnson, like they did, obviously they hit on a few guys. But they whiffed on some, too. That's the nature of the transfer portal.
1: Wouldn't you say that it, it might be fair to posit that if Chubba was going to be good enough to pass Jordan Travis, he would have come close by now, like really close, if not already done it? Yeah. Well, when we... It's not like it's an insurmountable lead by a Heisman candidate. You know what I mean? Correct. Like, you know, yeah. if you're if you're halfway yeah. decent at throwing the football down the field and you've got the wheels that Chubba Purdy does one would think that you would make it a very tight race Mm -hmm. sooner than later. And it hasn't been.
0: So what does that tell you? No, I I didn't. uh, He never impressed me in in camp, but, uh, you know, some guys are gamers. I don't know. I I was never overly impressed in general. Uh, So I worry more about other position groups in the sense that we have got, you know, that game that we just lost to Clemson really had more to do with the crooks of what has to be better and deeper uh, at Florida State, and that's the trenches and it everything starts there. and it really starts with this offensive line got dominated by a group of really elite level players up front for Clemson. and then if you mix in the fact that you have a quarterback that's not terribly accurate and receivers that can't get open yeah. it's it's gonna be a long day at the office uh, but but if you can if you can fortify that group up front, Mavericks playing quarterback is going to look better, and you give yourself a chance to build and build to that place where we're talking about nine and ten win expectations. But next year was not a nine and ten win expectation, and I people don't want to wait. Nobody does. Whether it's a kid on a team who doesn't want to wait to start, and or fans who want to see a team win nine ten games, nobody's in the mood to hear that. Oh, that ain't happening anytime soon. Um, they're not going to go this team from four wins maybe this year at like five at best to to nine ten wins next year. It ain't happening. So, you know, can they get to 7-8? Yeah, 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 they could. But you remember, we'll see what's going to happen at LSU, but that's on the schedule next year, too. Uh, yeah. So, I mean...
1: I, Hopefully they bring Cam Cameron back or something ridiculous like that. Otherwise, it's going to be a tall task.
0: Yeah. My my thought is, though, I mean, it could be interesting to to take a look at the options of a quarterback transfer portal entry. Be interested to see who, the, well, who who's out there. Yeah,
1: well, there's one name that's already on the comments section, and it's Spencer Rattler. That's going to be everybody's darling. Spencer Rattler, by the way, is he loves him some Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I don't want Spencer, and Rattler. he's interested in anything. Well, anything that's not Oklahoma at this
0: point. Well, yeah, because he's never going to get that job back. But right. if you do the background, and if, you know, you don't mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, culture wise, I would worry about might that. bring some
1: clutter. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't. And listen, I'm you know Oklahoma's my second team because of family. I, I've not been impressed. It was uh, obviously a – I mean, he lost his damn job to a freshman. So, He's completing
1: 70% of his passes, well, sir. Well,
0: thanks for the check down. But I, I'm just uh, – you know, listen, uh, I no, I'm not – not that's not who I want. And it's—and I would not disrupt the apple cart for him. I know. We've right. got some good things there going on. There might be on. some
1: players that you would say, all right, let's risk it. Let's risk it here because he can elevate our program there to a place. There are players yeah.
0: who are straight up, uh, you know, not great individuals who are all about themselves and yet their play is so extraordinary that you'll withstand their presence in the locker room and deal with their personality um, you know, problems and all that stuff because they can flat out play Jalen Ramsey. There There it is. There it is in a nutshell, right there it is in a nutshell. And then there are guys that you're like, you don't bring enough to the table for me to put up with this. You're just not good enough. I don't have to listen to this, and nor do I want to subject these kids to your personality because you're not going to do enough to elevate us to justify it. So he'd fall in that category for me. I'd be looking elsewhere. Um, You don't want that guy. Uh, So look around. Hey, this is a fun game to play because now you get to – do the thing you did when you were a kid and or, and or when we were all starting to play NCAA football. Like, I want that guy and that guy and that guy. I'm going to recruit this guy. I'm going to bring this guy in. Remember when you were trying to win the recruiting battles in NCAA football? Oh, yeah. And you could push the envelope as to what you offered? Absolutely, you could get on probation well, and, and all that. And it's, and it's
1: the faces of the football. Yeah, like the football would go,
0: huh? Oh, 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 oh. he's interested. He's interested. And then yeah. you keep
1: pushing early playing time, and the football is like really happy. It's like, hey, man, don't do that. And then it gets yeah. angry. It's like,
0: screw you. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you did, if I'm you, not visiting. If you were overbearing, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're on
1: national TV. Everybody
0: is. Yeah, um, <laughs> play that game now for every kid. That did not get the either, either didn't have the season they wanted to have as a starter this year at their respective college or thought they were going to be a starter but remain a backup and in, disgruntled. Go find every one of those kids and then project away as to whether or not they could make their way to Tallahassee because that's what every fan's going to do right here, right now. Jeff Cabriciot, 933 Real Talk, Radio, War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Back to Florida State, NC State, which is a much bigger story in my mind than Chuba Purdy entering his name into the transfer portal. Um, that is news, and we've spent the first uh, 40 minutes or so of the show talking about that news as it is breaking, and it is it does warrant attention, and we can speculate and talk about what that is.
1: We'll uh, post uh, Chubba's statement before the top of the hour. We don't have to do that necessarily right now. but uh, you want to read it? Ha- he has released a statement. I'll have Matthew wipe it up on the screen. Yeah, I'll read it. Here you go. <laughs> you go.
0: I want to thank the Seminole fans and Florida State's community for all their support during my time at Florida State after careful consideration and a discussion with my family. I will be moving on towards new beginnings. With that said, I will be entering the transfer portal. Thank you and God bless. All right, so that's just as straightforward as it gets. He yeah, Thanks, Florida State. Thanks the fans. And that's that. Uh,
1: easy enough no graphics no, a lot of guys have this stuff with graphics and and you know it shows that they've been considering these moves for a long long time decommitments or uh transfer announcements uh, grad transfers certainly you know that's when they do the whole it's almost like they take out a full page ad in the newspaper <laughs> yes yeah this looks like microsoft word
0: hey can you post that again really quick pull that up again one more time i just want to see something uh just rather briefly at the top here uh because i am i'm I'm wanting to see that initial sentence again.
1: Uh-oh. Are we going to go uh, English teacher
0: on uh, Chubba Purdy? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm all not right. going to get like If you
1: start that, like every kid in this world at this point.
0: I want to – you can leave it right there. That's fine. I want to thank the Seminole fans and Florida State, and Florida State community. Yeah, no, I'm not going I see why you asked me that. <laughs> community for all their support during my time at Florida State. Careful consideration, discussion with my family. That's all I wanted to see. Okay, that's it. Uh, all right. Well, obviously talked it over with his parents and uh, came to a conclusion that it was time to ride.
1: Also, proverbs. He uh, cited proverbs on the way out as well. So, just in case you wanted a verse, <laughs> S-
0: seems applicable here, right, Tom? I mean, would- <laughs> S- Seminole's four and eight. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness gracious. I don't know. Um, come on, Jordan, don't get hurt. I may be critical. Of, I got
1: something uh, for you. Don't turn around lest you be turned into a pillar of salt. Uh, get out of here.
0: I, uh, I'll i say this. Um, obviously, if Jordan were to go down for any length of time now, he had some real issues. Uh, it's, it's, again, my criticisms of him uh, aside, he is our best option. And there is no doubt about that. So I I made that abundantly clear as well. And uh, this is a huge game. It really is a huge game. Listen, if you want to put it this way, nothing is f here. If you win on Saturday at home against NC State and pull the upset, and it will be an upset if you win this game. If If you pull the upset, you're right back on track to everybody feeling really damn good. Going up there and losing a competitive game against Clemson as a 10 point underdog is not the end of the world, especially because maybe against all odds to some degree, you were in it with you had a chance to win it with five minutes to play, under five minutes to play. If you turn right around after that loss, which had to be a punch in the gut, and show some emotional maturity and real what for, as I like to say a whole bunch of get-you-some on Saturday, and you beat NC State, you're right back to feeling really good about the direction of the program, the fight in these kids, what you can talk to the recruits about, where we're at. All that stuff is back on the table. Now, you go out on Saturday, and Clemson beats you twice because you can't get back up for this game, and NC State does what they want to do. you got coaches who are in trouble on the defensive side of the ball at that point, and you have pretty much shown that this is, I mean, this, this is a longer road to hoe.
1: There's a couple of mitigating factors here that are unfortunate, uh, none of which are Chubba Purdy, by the way. But uh, apparently, and and the cover they were using for Chubba Purdy for the moment until this announcement made its way and the, and the leak made its way, and that official statement from Chubba, there's a bug going around the team. I don't think it's COVID, but I think it might be a sickness. Just a flu. So, well, if that's the case, yeah, if it's a bad cold or a flu or whatever it is, that could hurt your chances because we're very thin compared to NC State, and that would mitigate what you see on the weekend. The second thing is, man, that matchup is a toughie. It's not now, a good NC, matchup. NC State goes on the road. You look at any number, advanced metric or simple. Not a good matchup. They're a different team on the road. They're much worse on the road. But you have to earn it away from NC State. They'll call eight straight runs. They don't care. They'll call eight straight runs. In the Clemson win, watch that last night into this morning. Mm-hmm. They had the ball for 30-plus minutes in the first three quarters. That's why Clemson Clemson's offense actually came out firing against NC State. They never had the ball. It was 30-15 to 15 after three quarters time of possession. So you've got to earn it to get off the field against this bunch. They're hardly ever going to turn it over. So that's one thing on defense that I'm looking for is, okay, it's third and four. Can you get off the field? I don't know. We'll see. You got to have full health to be able to do that.
0: Well, I'm, I, that is a more devastating turn of events than hearing Chuba Purdy is putting his name in the transfer portal. If you're telling me this team is rot with uh, with a you know a fever, uh, we got a problem, man. This is not good. You can't be out here flu ridden. When you're f- playing a physical team, like physical a f- physical team like NC State, a veteran club like NC State, a really good quarterback, uh-huh. and as he's
1: been there since 2017, uh, legit.
0: Th- this is not a good situation, man. I am not pleased to hear this. We let's get it together. <laughs> you got to find a way, boys. Got to rise up. I I don't question whether the fight will be there up here. I do think they're capable of pulling themselves back up mentally. And getting ready to go but if you're physically which you're already at disadvantage you're gonna to have to overcome some deficiencies to begin with but if you're now physically at a disadvantage above and beyond your segment groups that aren't good now, now you're dealing with oh yeah uh, you know a, a, a cold going through the team or a, a flu going to the team oh well man. If,
1: if listen if, i don't know what day special teams day is maybe it's tomorrow it doesn't
0: matter we, we suck at it anyhow. that's what
1: i'm saying you turn it into IV day yeah it's iv pedialyte day don't need to worry about special teams. We're going to lose on special teams.
0: steroids, anything else you need. That's correct. Let's go. Everything. Everything. All of it. Bring me everyone. Bring me the pharmacy. Yes. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chad TV. Leonard Hamilton going to join us tomorrow on the Jeff Cameron Show. Leonard Hamilton going to join us tomorrow on the program. In fact... On a Redemption Thursday, we're going to come out the gates swinging, not with picks in that first segment, although you will get picks, but uh, with the head coach. I'm going to join us talk about the exhibition game on Friday, but also his team, a little season preview for you, as we want to do before every year.
1: Looking forward to it, man. It uh, also would appear that uh, we will have a Warchant.com Vista to take in uh, select games this year. We're going to have the experience. News. I can't wait to get back to that building. That um, I mean, you know, If you're listing Florida State sporting events that I miss most during the pandemic, it is the sold-out electricity that is the TLC TLCCC for an, a big ACC or non-conference game. They don't have too many in the, in the way of non-conference home games that will get you excited this year, but that ACC slate is going to be awesome. That place is going to be rocking, and I can't wait to party like it's 2019 again with that particular building, it's going to be awesome.
0: It's, uh, one of the best developments over the last uh, six, seven seasons has been the rise of a basketball program that was for a long time dormant in an atmosphere at a basketball game that has a real influence and an impact on the game itself. It, it can happen in college more so than in pros, and it certainly happens here as you've seen the ACC record. You've looked at the overall record. You've heard opposing coaches, opposing players. Uh, also, analysts talk about how difficult it is to come into Tallahassee and, and play at the TLCCC. And we all benefit greatly from that as fans, as alumni, as supporters of any kind to Forest State basketball. And um, thank goodness because it's been a, a rocky road with the football program. We all know that. And yeah, we've all ended these regular seasons in great anticipation to watch basketball, which you know uh, sees kids arrive. Improve, elevate, sustain. I mean, this is the sort of path you watch from this team year in and year out, year year in and year out. Uh, the first half of the season is always infinitely fascinating for a different reason than the second half of the season when the big games arise, and that is because Leonard takes his sweet time figuring out that rotation. He is not afraid uh, to take some time to figure out what works best, what combination of dudes work best, and sometimes while you're watching those early season games, man.
1: This feels about as raw of a process in that regard as there's been in three or four seasons, though, right? I mean, there is usually a holdover that was Mm -hmm. in his fourth or fifth season, and we have a couple of guys, but they aren't the Terrence Manns of the world. Uh, We've got a couple of great-looking young players, but I don't know that you have somebody that you can count on that is a holdover with multiple years of experience in this system that could score you 20 if you have to have it. Maybe it's polite, Maybe he had a really good finish the last season, but that would be a huge step up in the non-conference-related play. And just to show you how close everything is, of course there's an exhibition on Friday night. I'll be there. But you know the day after Miami, next week, the mm-hmm. day after we host
0: Miami, we're on the road playing Florida in Gainesville. It's already here. Too soon in a weird way. Too soon in a weird way. Yeah, uh, the other night I, I know that Anthony Polite didn't play. Um, I'm not worried about it, but he was in street clothes. Didn't yep. play. Um, and then in terms of the newer guys, and we'll start. You guys will start getting familiar with the names. But obviously, I'm I'm most excited to see the likes of Caleb Mills and Matthew Cleveland. Those are the two players that I think we're all kind of like. ooh.
1: And Mills can shoot it.
0: Yeah, well, and he's quick. Uh, and game in and game out, maybe the fastest guy on the court, quickest guy on the court. So. I'll be intrigued by two things. Not only the newer players that come in here, but I, I'm really wanting to see, I know Raquan Evans against, against that team uh, lit it up, uh, which, whatever, in that game. But can he find his shooting stroke again? Because that's going to be very, very important. And then I think we go back and we talk, you know, last year, you and I were having this discussion. Malik Osborne's got to find a home again, man. we got to find out. Is he going to have to do much more at the five? Probably so. Probably so, given our bigs.
1: That's not the end of the world, though. You play small and athletic. There are some teams you won't match up with. Probably North Carolina is the first one that that would come to mind. But outside of that, in this positionless era of basketball, I mean, you're you're mostly going to be fine there. And even when you play more traditional and you have uh, somebody near the basket, I mean, Raquan Gray was the reason that Malik didn't play more last year. Yeah, he yeah. ain't on the roster, so you're going to get plenty of time, plenty of run if you're Malik Osborne.
0: Well, and he's probably polished his game to a place now where we're going to really be excited to watch him play every night. I like Malik Osborne's game a lot. I like what he is and what he's capable of on I mean, any given night, kind of a Swiss Army knife in a weird way. Uh, but but I will just say this: Caleb Mills in, a, in a, again a nothing game, five of six, one of one from three, three boards, five assists, two steals, and limited time. And off the bounce, good luck. Off the bounce, good luck. He, You can't stay in front of him. So that's important and exciting.
1: Yeah, I see a comment saying let's send uh, Coach K away with a loss on January 17th. Just a footnote, that game got moved to Tuesday, January 18th at 9 p.m. because the ESPN is having a wild card broadcast for the NFL playoffs. Mm. So that Monday, big Monday moved to Tuesday.
0: Hour number two, fourth coming, stay with